Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Luke we adopted three months before his sixth birthday. This kid had never been outside enough. He had never seen the moon. Jackie Landry and her husband, Steve, adopted four children, each at a different age, from China. Each of those kids has an unforgettable story to tell about their passage from the world of their birth to the world where they're loved. When I took him for a walk that very first night, he excitedly, because he didn't speak English and I didn't speak Chinese, he excitedly tapped on my shoulder and was making these sort of guttural noises, mm, 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 and pointing, and he was pointing at the moon. And I, and I said, it's the moon, Lukey, it's the moon. And he reached for the moon. A while ago, Jackie dropped by to tell us about her oldest son, Jack, adopted when he was almost 14. There's another kid, Wang Jun. Smart, goes to school, nothing wrong with him. He's just going to age out. In China, if you turn 14, you're no longer eligible for adoption. And I thought, he's going to be snapped up. And they said, no, people are afraid of his age. Nobody wants to adopt him. And I went to Steve, my husband, and we talked about it, and we called them and said, if nobody's um, you know, interested, we are. So we start all the paperwork. We don't have a lot of time. And I get a call from the agency in the summertime. The Chinese government has decided they're not going to allow older kids to be adopted anymore. You can't have Wang Jun. There were two pictures, one on a playground near a slide, and he's just kind of looking out, and one looks like a hallway with a lot of windows. And he's got that orphanage vacant stare. And I thought, you know, if we don't do it, nobody will. And I looked up the China Government Affairs Adoption something or other. So I said, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll just go talk to them. We'll go see them. And they'll see things my way. Steve looks at me, and I, it just shakes his head. This has international incident written all over Jackie. So I said, uh, you know, if you're behind me, I'd like to try. And he said, okay. So myself and two girlfriends, we get on a plane, and I had, you know, I, I Googled China Center for Adoption Affairs and found out who the head of it was, and I hired a translator. We hop over to this big gated thing, and... Uh, we go up to a window, and I said, um, my name's Jackie, and I want to see so-and-so. He says, what time is your appointment? And I said, I don't have an appointment. <laughs> they said that I could have a boy named Jack, and I have his picture, and I held it. And now they say I can't, and I want to talk about it. And he just looked at me and broke out in a cold sweat. You know, I, they don't get requests like this over there. So um, they actually found an underling for me to talk to. And... Uh, we go and we meet in this room. I have the gifts and I have all the deferential statements and I've read them to her in Chinese. And, and I tell her they've said that I could have this kid. And now they say, I can't. And I don't want another kid. I want this one. Could you change your mind? And she was very cold, cold and efficient. Um, I was, it, my heart was sinking. And we got up to leave. And I turned around, and I took out his picture. And I said, 
when you sent me this picture. This is like an ultrasound for a mother. This is my first picture of my son, and I don't think you understand. He's my son. How can you say no? He'll never get a family. And I started crying. I come from a raucous Irish Catholic clan. And I just thought, if I don't do this, nobody can. My dad was a construction worker, iron worker. My mom kept the house, no washer and dryer. We didn't have a telephone. We had one bicycle and everybody, and it was because I won it at the stock car races. My dad used to love the stock car races and, and they always gave away a bike and I won the bike. You know, eight kids jumping up and down. Yay, we won the bike. And do you know, if I have a problem in the world, it's they're the people that I, I really turn to. Timmy, Kathy, Suzanne, Billy, it's, you know, they're still holding my hands. With family, you can make anything happen. Oh, Jack, he had, you know, three or four weeks to get a family. This is my last chance to get him. I'll leave this room thinking I could have begged. So I begged. I cried and begged the woman to let me have my son. She gave me a business card, and for the first time, she looked me in the eyes and, and walked out. And I went home, and I said to Steve, I, I don't think we're going to get him. Two weeks later, I get a call from the adoption agency. If you can get back there in two weeks before he turns 14, you can have him. Go get him. I wrote her a letter. I told her we'd be there within the two-week time. And uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Four years, four years ago, I never heard from her again. I would tell her she created a son, a brother, a nephew. She created a grandson. You know, the, the little pebble of kindness that she threw into the water has made ripples that are going on and on and on and on. I later found out that all the boys, 14 and older, in that orphanage, were shipped to a factory, and they live in a dorm, and they work in a factory, and they go live in the dorm, and they work in the factory, and they go back to the dorm ad infinitum. Sometimes when he dreams, he'll say things in Chinese, um, and sometimes I can tell it's not a good dream. And I'll, I'll go into his room and 
if it looks like he's sort of working something out, I'm not going to interfere. If he ever looks out of control or terrified, I would wake him up. Just, you know, you're okay, Jack. Jack, wake up, Jack. You're okay. Mom's here. It's okay. And he just goes back to bed. You know, it was shortly after that that he confessed to us. I have a family in China. They told me they'll come and get me if I ever tell you. He was abandoned when he was nine. It's illegal to abandon a child in China. And it's illegal to have a child adopted if they know the family. And he knew his family. For Jack, it's double jeopardy. If I tell them the truth, the Chinese will come and get me and, and my birth family. What's going to happen to my birth family? There was a very formal kind of kid who walked into our life, somebody who would shake your hand and not hug you, um, somebody who um, was very nice and polite, but not warm. It still feels a little awkward when he hugs, but he does it, and I know he's, like, loving it, you know. That was Jackie Lantry with today's morning story. How can you say no? I'm here in the studio with Gary Mott. Tony, my nephews are adopted, and I remember when my brother and sister-in-law were deciding whether or not to adopt, hmm. they asked me specifically about these two boys, African-American boys, you know, should we do this? And I remember pausing for a long time. That always bothered me. Why well, did I pause? If you had to give words to that pause, what would they be? There's a racial difference here. Who knows the kind of problems that may crop up as these boys grow older? Mm -hmm. Problems of identity, of feeling out of place. Well, the, the thing that bothered me about the fact that I paused, we're talking about two human beings that would otherwise not have a home. And should my brother and sister-in-law have done this? Did they do it? Yes, mm -hmm. of course. And yeah, what kind of uncle did they have in you? <laughs> they have an uncle who loves them unconditionally and loves to wrestle. <laughs> so, you know, well, I, there you... I think I'm okay in their book. And I'd like to I'd venture to say also an uncle who is willing to be honest about a, a tough moment in his life and who can now let that silence speak a little bit. Listen, having silences speak is kind of partly what we're in the business of doing, it seems to me, to get stories out as, as, as honestly as, as we can, or as honestly as they're willing to come out. So I, I, I thank you for, you know, for being willing to even touch on that, Gare. Yeah, silence really is rife with meaning. Oh yeah. Always. Not, not to break our silence, but at least I can break it with the thanks, and that's to Ipswitch.com, our, our sponsor and a leader in file transfer software, IPSWITCH.com. If you'd like to support what we do here at Morning Stories, please. There's a way to do that at our website, wgbh.org slash morningstories. Any currency will do. 
Yeah, listen, even if it's a little bit of the skin off your nose, <laughs> I probably won't be. We take anything. See you soon. Bye-bye. I don't speak Chinese, and they're happy about that. I'm pretty sure they're saying things like, you know, when they fall asleep, you go down and get the cookies and we'll, you know, watch a video or something <laughs> you know, to each other. And I don't know what they're talking about. So.